Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast, we celebrate that Jeep life, and we are brought to you proudly, proudly presented by Armorlite, the toughest flooring on the trail. They are the title sponsor for the Jeep Life Podcast and all your needs. If you need new flooring, make sure to head over to their website at goarmorlite.com. Order a complete system and put in Jeep Life Podcast 10, and you'll get 10% off of their full system. The toughest flooring on the trail. Our thanks to Armalite for coming through for us and making that happen. I am Jeep and Terry, and I am one of the hosts, and I am coming at you live and bigger than life. As, o- as always. <laughs> I'm joined as always <laughs> with my co-host, Break It Billy. How you doing? What's going on, man? Bring in the energy tonight. Here we go. We have a special guest in the house. He's been missing for a little while. M-I-A. But we are bringing him it's back. Been a minute. Yeah, we, we went, went and dug him out and brought him back. You know, I, mean, I, couldn't, I couldn't turn down the, the money. Now that we're sponsored, I'm able to, <laughs> to write you a big fat check. That's and, right. Yep. I love it. Dr. Don, welcome. How's it going, man? It's going awesome. How are you? I can't complain. Yeah. I, well, I'm, I'm here with my, my well, good friends in the you, studio. If you do complain, who's going to listen? Well, the That's... only two people in the studio. <laughs> and Ron. He's on the other and side. Ron. Yeah. 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 Um, I, speaking of on the other side, we've got an amazing guest tonight, and we're going to bring him on now. Yes, we do. And he is Ron Harrington from Ridgeback Guide Service, um, and what an amazing dude. Ron, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? We're good. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah, good. We're, look, we're looking forward to this. Yeah. have been waiting all year for this. Yeah. Or once a year, uh, hang out with Ron and... I know. I get a couple times this year. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah we, we, we got yeah, to hang out right. with them at a Tread Lightly event as well. We did. Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. Yeah. So we'll talk about another another opportunity I had to hang out with them then. Well, Ron, um, feel free to chime in on anything that we do. Um, you know, throw your 10 cents worth in. We each have a penny. You have 10 cents. You're more valuable than we are. Um, You're not wrong. I... <laughs> I know that I didn't do a lot of jeeping this week other than, you know, top down and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But from my brakes being a disaster, <laughs> one of my wheels was completely like rust, uh, rust atized, rust atized. And no amount of what I thought was cleaning was going to take care of that. Nope. I went and got an extreme wheel cleaner. Yeah. You needed that. Dude. And an extreme elbow. Greasing. Greasing. And it looks brand new. I bet it does, dude. And I, you know, I don't know a lot about cleaning products. I went to my auto zone. It didn't matter, dude. Are you kidding me? You are like one step below Chris Owens. (laughs) Shit is always spotless. Soap and water would have helped that situation. (laughs) Yeah. No, it didn't. I tried soap and water. I tried just about everything. Huh. And it wasn't until I went and got like Armor All Extreme Wheel Cleaner. It says so literally extreme. So here's the bigger question. Yeah. Did you fix your brake shed? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I did. We're going to cruise on. What did, what did anybody else do this week, Jeep-wise? Um, I discovered a lot of broken things. Oh, yeah, you did. 
<laughs> what else is new? <laughs> break it, Billy. Breaking the buggy. Break it, Billy. Having just broken parts in his buggy. Um, I don't know. Rear axle shafts, bearings, gears, pinion. Bearings. It's getting a redo. It's gonna redo again. Yep. Again. No, one. that's a that's the first time. It's the first the redo for this yeah. one. Yeah. 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 So let's replace it with all new parts. I got I got body work estimates all week. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you yeah. you got a little, little, little axle yeah. accident. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. oh well, it happens. It does. No, it's all good fun. Ron, you got anything going on with your Jeep? Um, my Jeep performed flawlessly this week. Um, I had a private guide on Thursday. We found a lot of uh, blown out trails from the recent flooding up here. So uh, it performed pretty well. And then Friday, I ran it over to Mainline in Bow, New Hampshire and got some fresh KM3s put on. Oh, I nice. saw that. Sweet. He, You know, Ron, now here's something that all of us should take into consideration. Yeah. He changed tires out yeah. at 50% tread. <laughs> I'm less than 50 now, and I'm on, on those. Yeah. 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 Mm. That's a good idea, though. No, it's seriously, stay, you stay start fresh. to lose, well, you really, after below 50%, you really start to lose performance in the tire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would agree yep. with that. And that's, and that's what they were. They just got under 50%, and yep. that's the cutoff for me. Yep. Um, nobody wants to see their guide flopping around like a fish in front of them. It's, <laughs> it's true, Ron. Ron, I do <laughs> that anyway. True. You know, it, you got to take it from a professional over here. That's right. That's right. Mm. Professional flopper. We we start with the with the pre-trail ride talk. That there's going to be flopping going on. <laughs> Come on. And, and well, let me let me tell you something. As as one of Ron's clients, customers, um, you know, he's yeah. definitely right. You want to definitely see that your your uh, you know your guide has complete control over to. Oh, certainly, absolutely. Certainly. And so, in fact, that was one of the things that that was. Um, so, so we've discovered why nobody signs up for my. Free <laughs> 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 I'm not wrong. Right here on the podcast, we discovered. So, Damn but it. no, it, it is. Yeah, Ron, you're absolutely right. Um, part of what Ron sells is that peace of mind, you know. So, absolutely, hundred uh, percent agree. Well, that that's awesome. Uh, we have a listener question slash email that came in, and these are starting to come in with some more frequency. So I keep throwing we got a celebrity some on into there. I know we always have a celebrity. Tanner Ricks just signed oh, on. Oh, did he? Sorry, another celebrity. Yeah. Well, hey Tanner. What's up, Tanner? Gentlemen, you, you want me to read it? Gentlemen. Oh no. Let let our you want me oh, to read please, it? Please, you read it. Yeah, he I, should be doing everything. I you and I reading. should be taking a nap because he's I, taking I, so I seriously. Oh, you guys. So, all right, here we go. I wanted to reach out with a question. I found you all on my trip across the country for training school. I completed some BOH runs on the trip, riding the high. I searched for Jeep Jeep podcasts on Spotify. I hit pay dirt with you all, and I am a PA boy, born and raised. So that another bonus. I'm not so, living. So he's in, from. He's from PA. PA. Yep. I'm not living in PA right now, so it's nice to hear the location name drops. Anyway, I purchased a 2016 Black Bear Edition with 38,500 miles on it in April. I've put 10k on since. I've traded in my Compass Trailhawk for this beauty. She, Liana the Black, is 100% stock, but she she did. Oh man, what is that word? Ophir Pass. Ophir, Ophir Pass. She did Ophir Pass. Table, okay. table, Mesa. table Mesa, 
And Schnebly Hill. Schnebly like Hill. Schnebly Hill? Yeah, in um, um, Sedona. Okay. Have you done that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Black Bear Edition was, was set up from the stock sport, but not quite like a Rubicon. After the, after the runs, I think Liana deserves some more ground clearance. I'm not the raise it up type. Uh, so I was looking for small lifts. I saw there's some people who say you can add the shocks and springs from a Rubicon for a one to one and a half inch lift. Have you all seen this pros and cons? Thanks for the podcast. I'm making my way through every episode on this road trip, working on knocking out new owners, top 10, need a club and some mods still. Thanks. Sorry for the long email, Jeff. That's not long. You should see Are you some. kidding me? I lost focus like halfway through. <laughs> but all good, Jeff. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, thanks, Jeff, for getting that. So the question on the table is he has a special edition, um, Black Bear edition. Um, and he wants to get some more ground clearance, and he's looking at maybe taking some Rubicon takeoffs. I don't putting those on think there. he gain a whole lot. I don't think he get the one to one and a half inch. He's, you get about he's three quarters about. of an inch. Is that what it is? About three quarters of an inch. I'd recommend some emu springs. In in a JK, you yeah. get about three quarters of an inch. Yeah. So it if if you were doing like a if you had a two door now weight's you gonna might make get a, big, a little bit. So more. that's there's a whole different little yeah, thing right. that you can do. You can change from. In a two-door, you can go to four-door Rubicon springs. It's going to be a lot stiffer of a ride, but also it's going to give you a a higher spring rate. Did he say, was it a two-door or a four-door? He didn't say. He didn't say, but it's a Blackberry Edition, and generally, uh, well, I don't know. Sometimes those are... Both. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, but yeah. Um, I would recommend... Like Emu, a, a one inch. I mean, if you're only looking for a little bit, like Emu has a two inch lift. At least yep. they did for the JK. I don't know about the yeah. JL. That'll settle out to about yep. inch and a half. Yeah, two inches. Two inch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I would definitely look at that. I, I don't think you gain any uh, enough out of that to go through no. the hassle of changing those no. components no. out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it for me. I'm not a, a fan of the, the, the budget puck lifts either if you're intending on doing yeah. some trails. And it looks like he's getting a start yeah. on that. Yeah. And, you know, we both we all know that once you get the bug. Yeah, I would say definitely like the two-inch Old Man Emu with yeah, uh, the stuff. Bill, Bill Steen. Or their own shocks. I mean, or old, their, old, old, old Man Emu makes some damn good shocks. They do an excellent job at at you know valving their shocks for their springs and mm-hmm. spring rates and and they have different spring rates. So yeah. if you have a heavy Jeep, they have a they have a high capacity yep. like AV spring. Yep. You know, so so what say you, Ron? I, I would recommend exactly what Don said. The only other thing that I would recommend is is a possibly an AEV uh, dual sport two and a half. Two and a half mm-hmm. is a good setup too. Yeah, we put a ton of them on at the yep. shop. Yep. Yeah, and, and, and as far as old man emu shocks, I run the BP fifty ones on my JK, and I run the Nitro Sports on my Rover. So they yeah. are a great shock. They are. They are. They've been around forever. Yeah, you know. So mm-hmm. and they're from the Godfather of off roading IRB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I when you talk about the AV or the the old man emu, um, 
you're not talking about jumping up to four inches of, of lift on there. No. You know, you're no, talking, it's, 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 it's very reasonable. two and a half. Yep. Um, they're really good about clearing that out. Um, and, and Dave Gerard made, made a good point on the, on the, um, feed is flat fenders, um, give you a little more, um, appearance of clearance as well. Not just uh, appearance. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, tire right, under yeah absolutely. Right. Yeah. So you get more room. Um, yeah. I've, I've said it time and time again, I believe in, in low and slow, you know, yep. keeping them low to the ground and big, you know, as big a tire as you can run under whatever fender you're running them. And, Love that. Yep. Yep. So. And you, you, we, we've talked on the show about LCG as well, you know, keeping that center of gravity kind of yep. low so that when you are off camera, it doesn't feel nearly as, as weird. Yeah. So thanks Jeff for that email. Um, I would love um, for everyone to send us an email at info at jeeplifepodcast.com. Just like Jeff did. It really makes our day to open those up. Coming up soon on the episode, we're going to have Ron Harrington from Ridgeback Guide Service up. But first, we have to know where we're going to be. Well, first, I want to tell everybody about a really cool video that I just released on the YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Get get this word out there. I am putting it out there right now. So head over to our YouTube channel, and I am throwing my hat in the ring for the Flex Rocks and Rollovers wild card for the 24 Helen Back 2023. And that's going to be located out in Utah. And please head over to the YouTube channel, give it a like, give it a subscribe, and watch the video. I want to show you a little bit of what Reaper can do. And I'll put my hat in the ring. So Marvin, here you go. Flex Rocks and Rollovers. I'm ready to compete. Is there a vote? It was a good video. to be done. It was, it was edited well. I think it is. It is. There is a vote. Yeah. It is, there is a public opinion that yep. matters. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. All right. Well. So it didn't make part one, but it'll make part two. So I was, I didn't have the video out for part one yet. Okay. So that's why. Oh, and I thought I saw your name on there. Maybe it wasn't. Nope. Okay. Not yet. So, um, videos out for part two. We'll see if Marvin throws it in or not. Um, but yeah, definitely submitted. And if not, everybody out there, submit your own Flex Rocks from All Overs wildcarded edition. Yeah. I'm going to do it with my 35s because I think I can do everything that Marvin does <laughs> well, with 35s and open so differentials. The other th- part of this is that he wants to get more support and more fans involved in the yeah, videos. I know, I know. I'm just so saying. he's saying everybody send your video in because uh, he's going to be start picking from this database yeah. to have on his He got a lot of submissions videos. in part yeah. one. Mm. Absolutely. I've got this high-end mall that I like to... <laughs> the crawlers of the malls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Now that we got that out of the way, where are we going to be? Well... Coming up very shortly, we are not going to be in Toledo <laughs> Jeep Fest. No, but that'd be nice to be. It there. would be really cool. So sure August fourth to the sixth yeah. is the Toledo, Ohio Jeep Fest in obviously Toledo, Ohio. August twenty fourth to the twenty sixth is the eleventh annual Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and you know we'll be there. Break a Billy. Jeep and Terry. I even maybe heard a little bit of a birdie say Dr. Dom's going to be there, too. I'm, I might. I'm going to, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my hardest. 
He's working his schedules. That's yeah. awesome. I can't wait. I mean, it, we we had um, Justin on last week. Yeah. If, if you haven't listened to that, listen to it. It turned out to be a great episode. Thanks, Justin. Seriously, for that. did. Um, it was. I, I spent a lot of time editing, but it turned out yeah, to be. I agree. A really, really good show, and so make sure to check that out. But in Tennessee, if you can <laughs> come find us, and we will, and take a selfie with us. It, nothing makes us happier, dude. Love that comment. Sorry, <laughs> Tanner Ricks. Tell Marvin Tanner loves him. <laughs> it's great. What? All right, moving on. Moving. <laughs> we'll definitely. T- I, and I, I've got a big hug wait, waiting for Marvin. So I know. Uh, Seriously, I want to see sushi. Yeah, his little Toyota. Sorry. All right. Side notes, Marvin, you're taking over the show. Can you stop this at this point? <laughs> August twenty fifth and twenty sixth is the Townsend Takeover After Hours, Townsend, Tennessee, in Cades Cove area, and this is going to be a hustle and bustle and party in time for music, food. Just a good old time in general down in Tennessee. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) All of a sudden, I see a dog pop out of nowhere. August 27th is the Warren Customer Ride in Windrock, Tennessee. Actually, Oliver Springs, Tennessee. Yep. It's Windrock. August 24th to the 27th is Ocean City Jeep Week in Ocean City, Maryland. September 8th to the 10th is Detroit Four Fest in Holly, Michigan. September 16th is Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania Fall Trail Ride up at AOAA. And I think the next day we're going to work on some type of trail cleanup. I'm sure we'll do something. Yep. Yep. So, and then October 20th to the 22nd is Myrtle Beach Jeep Jam. I love it. I wish I could go to more of these. I would like to go to Ocean City. I would like to as well, but as you know, the wallet does not. The wallet and the time. And the time. And the time. It takes a lot of time to do these things. Um, But that's cool. Again, make sure to come check us out at at these events, especially in Tennessee, so make sure to come um, get your high five and sticker. Sticker. I hope we can have fine stickers and stuff. Um, but make sure. Um, so we real time. We got a question from listener Joe Timmons. Just answered it, and I that I like that. I'm going to put that as a show topic. I think. Okay. Um, we'll put like the top five um, biggest mistakes when new trail or new people get out on on a trail. Um, so we'll we'll put that together. That's awesome. Keep those coming. All right, now this is the time where we get to talk to Ron. Ron's been waiting patiently over there for us. And Don, you got to spend some time, like a full out Ridgeback Guide Service yeah, event. Yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this by starting with the backstory. But before I do, I will tell you. And this was this was unanimously voted with within my family best vacation we ever had. Nice by far. Yeah. So the backstory is that my my kids were raised on the road and in some you know form fashion or another you know I listen to I listen to Overland Journal a lot and um you know they're starting to consider things like RVing and things like that overlanding I don't know if I'm on the I'm on the fence with that 
nonetheless, my kids were, were raised on the road. So we haven't had a family, a good family road trip since prior COVID. And after meeting Ron this past year at MAOF and, and having him on the podcast initially and, and, of course, all the good stuff we've heard, you know, I reached out to him and asked him if he'd be willing to do a private guided tour. Um, we love Vermont. We've spent a ton of time in Vermont and asked him if he'd do a private guided, uh, not, not tour, but a private guided ride um, where, you know, we get to see some things that people would not. Right. And so he agreed to, um, and you know, <laughs> once you drop enough coin in front of anybody, they'll agree <laughs> to just about <laughs> anything. But nonetheless, I mean, whatever the cost, uh, it, it was worth every last cent. So, um, you know, this started with me reaching out to Ron and saying, Hey Ron, I'm interested in doing this. And I gave him a bucket list. On that bucket list, there were things. We want to do some off-roading. Put a dent in my door. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, so, you know, do that, some off-roading. That, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was an extra. That was bonus. Um, do some off-roading. We wanted to eat, you know, at local places. We wanted to swim. And I said, you know, local swim holes would be a huge plus. Now, you know, and here's the challenge. I'm bringing four kids, essentially. My daughter took my Jeep. Yep. I borrowed Scott Ammerman's from Go Fox Adventure. Uh, he was good enough to loan me his Jeep. Um, and she took her boyfriend, and I took my three younger sons with me as well. So, you know, we had to entertain. I, You know, I had to worry about them being entertained and, and, and you know, happy throughout this vacation. Um, and I'm going to start with the beginning of the trip. So, you know, um, we set this up with Ron. He said, and, and, and all honestly, honesty for, for everybody out there, it was a hands-off deal. I don't plan very well. Shit, I don't plan at all. <laughs> so, you know, I gave Ron a list of things to do that, that we wanted to do. And we show up in Southern Vermont and Ron's ready to go. Um, Ron, where, where did we meet you at? Uh, we met up at the, just at the Hannafords in, in Bennington. So we could, uh, I had to do a little provisioning. It was an easy, quick spot to meet up with you. So uh, we met up there and then we uh, moved our way up into camp. That's right. And I think we were up in the Green Mountains first night, correct? Yep. We were in the Green Mountain National Forest. And it was, a, our, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, that was our first night of camping. We, um, I had a couple spots in mind, and we had to work around and uh, see what was open. And uh, we got ourselves a nice little spot. We did. So, and and it was a great way to like ease into it, you know. So we we meet up with Ron after about six hours of driving, which isn't horrible to get to your your destination, right? Um, you know, and, and we had to do the same thing. We had a provision. We had to get some provisions, um, of course, because I didn't plan and did food shopping, you know, as we met up with Ron. Zero planning. Zero planning. Um, and we, you know, so we provision up and then we go up into the Green Mountains. But the beauty of it is we're on dirt roads. We're not we're not hardcore off-roading yet. Right, right. You know, so not a big deal for me, especially because I'm in Scott Ammerman's well-stacked JKU. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
But my daughter, who's definitely in the weakest vehicle of them all, mine, which is you know a JKU 135s and a manual. Right, the manual is the is the is, is the, the kicker, the, and it is. So she's you know we're up and we're on these dirt roads, kind of following up through the Green Mountains, looking for sites or spots to camp. It was it was uh, it was definitely a great way to ease into it. Um, but. Um, you know, we we found we found a great spot, um, kind of. Um, I don't know. Help me out, Rom. How uh, like how far up in the Green Mountains were we? Um, we're not that far. That's that's the beauty of being in Vermont. You're never too far out. Um, we we did a little trek for about seven or eight miles up into the woods. Uh, checked out a couple campsites and then uh, found our little spot for the night, which was a good little flat spot. Um, there was a river, what, a hundred yards away. Right. Yep. Which was perfect. And and again, I think you know when when he was you know when when Ron, when I'm explaining to Ron and I'm taking four kids, five kids essentially. Yep. You know, having water in the background um, was key, and this was a great flat site. And um, you know, so we pull in. And I brought some food to just just heat that night. I figured we'd be tired from from driving, and and so we heated some some chili up. Um, and we'll get into. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back on the podcast, and we're gonna talk about equipment and things like that. Some things that I learned, and and uh, but ultimately we used uh, you know a propane stove, heated up some chili, and had some dinner. Um, had a nice campfire that night. Um, you know, sat around, looked at the stars, set up our tents. Um, beautiful. And again, you know, one of the things that I still think about, like I'll, I'll lay in bed at night, is the stars at night. You just, yeah. you can't get that around here, you know, like when you're in a green mountain. So we had this, we had this picturesque campsite. Um, kids were, you know, kind of, Kind of settling in and and um, you know getting used to the idea of of living out of a vehicle for we've lived out of motorhomes we've lived out of hotels we've lived out of travel trailers we've never lived out of jeeps so they're kind of settling in and getting used to that yeah um, you know there was there was a lot of questions that first night and of course Ron <laughs> helped me you know a lot with that and answer some questions yeah. and and they're worried about their comfort they're worried about you know. Um, you know, where am I going to charge my iPhone, <laughs> man? Come on. No, let's... actually, my my kids really didn't hit the. They did not one of them one time asked, "Could I charge something?" Yeah. So, uh, it was more like, "Where do I go to the bathroom?" <laughs> um, you know, how right. often do I get um, to eat? Is there going to be hot water for my shower later? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was a great place, and you know, of course, kids went to bed, and Ron and I stayed up a little bit and shot the shit around the campfire. And yeah. um, Ron, what was the itinerary for the next day? Um, so the next day we went to Pikes Falls to see a great swimming hole and a big, beautiful waterfall. Was our first stop. So that was that was, and this is where. This is where it opens up into why I think this is such a great investment for a vacation. Pikes Falls, one of the one of the things that I asked Ron if we could do was my kids love to swim. I said out, you know, waterfalls, swimming, natural swim holes. Mm-hmm. So we get up the next day, 
we 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 kind of all agreed that we weren't going to go overboard for breakfast. Right. We were pretty much going to have quick breakfasts, you know, and 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 get moving. Yeah. We um we jump on the road and after we get packed up and we hit Pikes Falls, which is a place that you will not find unless you have somebody that knows the place. Um and that's that's on private land, correct, Ron? Um, it is. It is. It is on private land. It's, yeah. uh, it's a little spot, and if you did not know where that was, you would not find it. As you saw, it was just a little tiny parking spot off the side of the road, and then that tiny little trail that weaves its way down to uh, to the falls, to the bottom of the falls. No, absolutely. That big swimming hole yep. and the beautiful falls falling. Yeah, it's a great spot. It really is, and and um, you know to 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 start off day two with a home run like that was was phenomenal. So um, I will I will pass on some pictures of putting some post note yeah. stuff. Um, you know, literally water cascading down through rocks, and the kids are jumping in the water. They're playing in the water. They're you know. Um, there was swimming. getting in the water. Yeah, yeah. yeah my I, so we took my dog as well, as yeah. if we didn't think we had enough. You know, I had enough to do with five kids. I brought my dog as well, which she goes everywhere with me. Um, but yeah, she was in the water, and I, I'm I'm telling our listeners now, this was a spot that um, will resonate with me for the rest of my life. Um, you know, to to watch my kids be able to experience that. Uh, but also to to actually see something like that. I mean, it, it is so picturesque and so um, you're you're not going to drive around PA and you're not going to see, you know, you're you're not going to find things like sure, you know, um, there's stuff like that in PA, but you're not you're not swimming in it, and it's not as natural as it is there in Vermont. Um, just a great spot. Um, and again, yeah, it was a nice hike down. I think w- w- like a quarter mile, Ron. Yeah, about a quarter mile hike, not far. Yeah, yeah, nothing, and, and and not you know low on the scale for hiking. Nothing that you know we would. Uh, I I wouldn't say that nearly anybody couldn't do. Yeah, you know, even, so. even the steep even the steep section of the trail where you hike down was cut out with stone steps. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's nice. Yep, yeah. Yep. And at the bottom, I had to laugh because at the bottom of the the falls was an old car frame. <laughs> yeah, it probably washed down over the falls. <laughs> oh, absolutely. At one time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and we're, we're when I say old, I could identify it as old because of the the steering linkage that was still oh, on the frame, it was barely on it. Thirty years or forties, <laughs> yeah. you know. So, um, but it was a it was definitely a cool cool experience. Um, and then from there, Ron, where do we head? Um, from there, we started to go check out some trails. Um, we did some mild trails to start out with so we could get, uh, Emily's confidence level up. And so she was comfortable in your truck and moving through, you know, the three of us through trails and in and out of trails. Cause, um, as you know, we drive up a dirt road past somebody's house and boom, we go into trail and same way, way out when you come out. God knows where we're going to be, except me. Um, <laughs> and, and, and we could literally come out right next to somebody's driveway. We could come out in the back of their house and have to drive down their driveway, you know, those kind of things. So we took it mild and easy and uh, moved through the town of Jamaica, 
and did a couple trails. And then we stopped for lunch at um, the Lady of Euphrates Temple, which was a beautiful setting for a nice lunch. Oh, it's gorgeous. And and the ride up there, um, seeing some of the, the local homes and things like that were just, you know, incredible. And again, all these places that um, I probably would not have found unless we had you for a guide. And to boot, one of the things that I found extremely relaxing, and, and I'm not knocking Vermont. I actually applaud them for this, but you have to be careful when you're up there. If you are not, if you're not if you're not local, if you don't know what you're doing, you are not going to deal. Shouldn't say that, but um, you know, I wouldn't be able to just go up there and, like Ron said, cut through somebody's yeah, yeah. You know, driveway and backyard, and then you know, into some trails. I wouldn't know how to find it. I'm sure no. I wouldn't be welcomed. Um, but the beauty of it is, when you're with Ron, and, I, and numerous times we stopped and talked to multiple people. In fact, I met some people, certainly, you know, acquaintances, not friends, at least not as of yet, but I met people while we were up there that I'm now friends with on Facebook, you know, and, and, um, but yeah, absolutely. And it was a gorgeous spot to have lunch. Bathrooms, whole nine yards. Bathrooms are nice. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was the first official bathroom break the kids got and they were like relief <laughs> like real <laughs> yeah they were like what we don't have to use a poo shovel <laughs> yeah absolutely so then from there ron where did we head out we worked our way up towards um uh redding vermont t- towards uh just south of woodstock and we went through some of the trails in plymouth and came out in the bridgewater five corners yes um, so I've actually yeah, drove which, through that that which, area which, before. Yeah, Bridgewater Five Corners is um, a beautiful little spot, and the Five Corners used to be a town there. They had a gold rush there um, mm-hmm. back in the late eighteen hundreds, um, and you'll still see guys panning in the in twenty mile stream when you come out of Five Corners and head towards uh, Bridgewater. Yeah, I, a nice river there. It, it there's some serious history there too. Um, we stopped and and that was one of the other cool things about this was that we were able to stop and there was, um, some information posted about Mm -hmm. Plymouth five points and, you know, it was just, um, probably that was one of my favorite part. I think we saw it. Didn't we, we did not see moose the whole time. That was one of the things that, um, I said to Ron, can we, can we see some moose? And he said, well, I don't really, you know. He I don't, he doesn't I don't make reservations re- with the moose. but doesn't we can, have them on right. retainer or anything? Right, right. But we did get to see um, some moose tracks, and we got to see, you know, and, and again, part of this was, not part of it, a lot of this was learning for my kids and I, but but to see how they, you know, their gait and how they, they walk through the woods. They, they It's one foot in front of the other. It's not a spread yeah. out gait, and, and uh, to see the actual size of the hoof. I've been lucky enough to see moose before, but but um, for my kids, my younger kids, this was really really cool to be able to see some moose tracks. And by this point, let me just tell you that that my youngest son, and we're gonna ease, you know, I'll, I'll get into this in some more detail. But by now, he's glued to Ron. Like whether Ron <laughs> yeah, likes it or yeah, not, yeah. he's got a new best friend. So uh, yeah, Sean, Sean was my new buddy for the trip. Oh, he, he was. Uh, 
he we did not meet up for five minutes and he was like ron can i ride with you <laughs> and, uh, yeah. in the, the truck he went and uh he was a great co-pilot and fun to have along that's for sure yep he was so um and we'll get into that a little more later you know as we get through this but then after that and that was one of my favorite that was some some fairly technical wheeling i mean that was uh like blue blue trails ron uh yep we did a blue section um which was technical rock driving um, not anything too huge, but you had to pay attention and pick your lines and uh, keep the rockers off the rocks. You did, yeah, absolutely. And it was it was cool. Um, you know, you're literally wheeling down through. You're 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 driving down through a creek bed. Um, you know, so there's a lot of tread lightly principles that apply at that point because you're you're in an ecosystem, a fragile ecosystem. Um, and just a, a gorgeous area nonetheless. And this is all sanctioned wheeling in Vermont. I mean, these are marked trails. Yeah, it, it was all sanctioned wheeling. Um, that one section there, um, as I explained, as we came into that section, the river used to flow over the, the road and down and around. Right. But, um, there was an old Volkswagen in there and a tree down yep. and, um, during one of the flash floodings of years past, it filled up against that uh, down tree and blocked it. And then, of course, water is going to take the path of least resistance. It turns and goes down the road, um, the actual class four road for, what, 300 yards before it cuts back into its original spot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's just, it, it really is picturesque. You're, you're kind of driving yeah. down through this, and you got water running. You've got, um, all right, you you're guys got to. You're, you're doing some technical driving on blue trails. You're, you're moving down through the, the water's cascading down through. It's 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 very nice. It's, yep. Everybody who go, goes on that trail with me really gets excited about that trail because it, it just gives a great feel oh it really like does it, and it's it's not something that you can at least not that i have uh in in southeastern pa or even northeastern pa you know we just don't have the space like that yeah. um but yeah it definitely gives you you know at that point you kind of have that that you start to feel like you're actually on some sort of, of adventure at that point. You know, it starts to sink in that, that this is a little bit different than what you've done before. Um, you know, now at this point, we're not, we're not off-road park wheeling. We're destination wheeling. We're, we're enjoying the adventure. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, definitely a pretty cool time. Where, as, so after we were done at Plymouth Five Points, where did we head after that? We went up through into Barnard and went to lunch. Or was that, that was, no, that was the, let's see, we did Friday, we did Monday. Oh, Monday, Monday night we stayed at, uh, on private property at, at, uh, that's right. Point. Yes. Over in Reading. Yep. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yep. That's, and we, that's uh, correct. We, that's right. We came out of Bridgewater. We moved up and around, cut back through Upper Plymouth, um, Upper Bridgewater into Reading. And then went down into a piece of private property that a friend of mine owns and stayed on his property for camping that night. And so, and, and, and this is where, again, it comes into being a complete vacation. You know, so beautiful place to stay. We, yeah. we drive, I remember we're on some like tar and chip 
style roads. Yep. We we get off the roads. We we head back. Um, nothing hardcore wheeling. Just through some grass. Uh, creek crossing into a beautiful sort of grove. Um, and then that evening, um, you know, a lot of the local neighbors and the gentleman that owns the land and, and just a lot of people come out and we're just kind of hanging out and hanging out by the campfire. And so, you know, um, I've always, I've always sort of aligned with, with, um, sort of the, the, the type of people that are in Vermont, you know, um, and I got to experience that in its in its fullest that night. So a lot of local people. Oh, nice! And we just hung out, and we we ate, and we sat by the campfire. Um, Sarah ran around with kids. My kids are playing with some of the other kids from the area. It was just it was a it was a really cool night. Um, yeah, that was a great time. Um, it was a very organic scene. Um, the kids were running around having a good time. Um, the neighbor Jerry came over, brought us some wood for a good campfire and um yeah it was it, it was good we had a great time there um the kids seemed to enjoy it that's for sure who doesn't like running around in the dark chasing other kids right oh that's and that's it they were playing you know Perfect. it was it was manhunt and you know flashlight tag and you know so <laughs> yeah. and sarah's running around with them and and uh there's a there's an elk hound puppy there uh it was just it was a perfect night. It really was. Um, you know, so we, we sat around the campfire for a while and as the kids played and then, you know, kind of hit the rack and got up next day. And again, we followed the same mantra that, you know, we were going to pack up as quick as we could and just snack for breakfast and, and off on the road again. Yeah. Um, on our on our on that day when we got up in the morning, we all got uh, moving pretty well. Everybody was getting in the routine by then, and um, we went up the road through Redding into the South Woodstock, and we went to the llama farm. Yes. Oh yeah, the llamas. I remember this. We, I remember we seeing went the by, pictures. Yep. We we went by we went by the llamas. Yep. And uh, the llama farm actually has a class four road that goes straight through it, and. Um, the people who bought the llama farm know this and they have two pastures that go in between for the llamas to go back and forth yep. and that goes straight across the actual road. So, um, they put the gates up, they have a little fence gate so that the llamas can go back and forth and, um, you know, they're tied up in that. But if you don't know to stop and undo the tie and shut the gate so the llamas can't get out and move the other pieces of fencing around so you can drive through and then just put them back when you're done. Um, you would turn around and not go down this beautiful trail that goes to a revolutionary war cemetery in the middle of the woods. Oh, I, and, and so first of all, um, you know, when I'm backtracking to what Ron was saying about the llama farm, absolutely correct. Like if I had been in here again, I, you know, I, oh, <laughs> puppy's knocking stuff over. So here again, um, you know, I, I would have no idea. I would have been like, nope, I'm not going down yeah, that road. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know, run right through these people's farm. And, um, it's funny because, you know, 
I get out with Ron and I'm helping to, to move gates around and stuff We're like that. We're very different people. What's that? Yeah, you would have just drove down through it. I was out in the woods this weekend and we were just driving down yeah. random dirt roads, this, that, and the other thing. I was driving down a road. I saw something open. I was like, ooh, let's, what's this? No, I wouldn't. Uh, I'm very cautious with stuff like that. And I'm very, you know, so, I mean, um, I definitely would not have. That also puts you in do very that. weird situations I'm with sure it people. Does, but you're, you, you do well with that. I, on the other <laughs> hand, do not. I get offensive right away. So, but, but thankfully, you know, again, Ron was able to, to show us how to do that. Mm -hmm. and, and to this day, you know, um, again, it's the bits and pieces of this, this trip that'll, that'll, you know, resonate with me forever. Um, but then down some, some fairly technical trail. Yeah, we did some, we did some, uh, good trails after that. Um, we did a section that's got a lot of ledge in it and, uh, it climbs uphill and there's a lot of different lines going up the ledge and, um, yeah, driver's choice. Yeah, it, it really was. It was actually, you know, so some of that was shelf road. Um, and then we, we did some ledges and I have to, uh, you know, as embarrassing as it is, my 17 year old daughter actually outwheeled me. She one shotted the she ledges. Knows, she knows how to and send she was, it. And she was in the lesser of the two vehicles. You know, I'm in Scott's locked, you know, Rubicon with, with 37s. Yeah. So I'm, you weren't I'm okay. in your own rig. I was, I'm okay for admitting it. It, it was, uh, you know. It took me, uh, not two, but I think, right, Ron, it was like three tries to get yeah, up the ledges. In your, in your defense, Don, you drove Scott's truck the way Scott drives his truck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, they're fighting words there. Yep. Shots fired. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but no, but, and, and there again, I mean, Ron, you know, Ron guided her, um, you know. He was, was like, send it! No, he was not. Uh, but, but we, you know, and I remember as we made the turn onto these shelf roads, it was fairly off camber. Nothing that I was super worried about. Yep. But my daughter, who only has had, you know, so yeah, much. But, but for a novice driver, it, it was a little intimidating. It was she a little very, intimidating. Very well. And he walked her yeah, through it. She did very well. When yep. I told her she needed to give it more momentum and stay on it and, you know, hey, go from first gear to second gear here, stay in second gear, give it more gas. She did very, very well. She very, listened very to him well. to a T and it Good. panned out Good. well. Meanwhile, he's Good. up in the top filming me, like beating up on Scott's free. I'm off the rev limiter on the on the ledges. I'm not. Yeah. But I'm um, you know, I'm trying to get up these ledges yeah. and, and it's not panning out for me until I turn the lockers on. Aye, so, aye. Um, you know, and that is one of the things that um, jumping on tonight that I wanted to make a big deal about is, you know, the amount of security that you feel. So I've been out on trips where it's it's felt, you know, where I'm out, it's me. I'm in Bald Eagle right, or right, something right. like that. That's a big responsibility. Yep. And it's not that I took that responsibility and laid it all on Ron, but I was able to relax a little bit. Yep. I felt that, you know, my 20 years of wheeling, I definitely felt that he definitely had the knowledge right. to be able yeah. to make sure that my family was safe. And he knew where he was. Like, Oh, he knew. Yeah, he, absolutely. You didn't have to worry about a map. No. You didn't have to worry about where you were going, the next point, the not next, you know, stop. Not one bit. Not which one is, bit. A, like, I've been out in different environments and, you yeah. know, out in wheeling situations yep. and you're always like, Oh, where are we going? What are we doing? Yep. You're, you're the person yep. figuring all that out. 
And when that's lifted off of you, yeah. it's such a different yeah. experience. Like there are days, like I, I guide so much when I go out and yeah. it's just like, there are days that I just, people are like, oh, who's going to guide? I'm like, not me. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, it's a, it's a huge responsibility, yeah. but, but to boot, I mean, for, for doing as long as I have, I'm very picky. Yep. But I was absolutely relaxed with Ron. I mean, Ron, you were phenomenal. One of the 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 I think it was day day three, right, Ron? When we were trying to think of the trail, um, it was kind of through a, a a pine, like a piney area, and Emily had gone up high on the on the left side, and I was just getting ready to jump on the the radio. Um, and you had beat me to it. Yeah. I, re- yes, I remember, I can't remember exactly what trail that was on, but I remember that incident. Yeah. Yeah. It was, we, yeah. it was a short trail. Beautiful, by the way, one of the most beautiful, um, rides I feel that we had done, um, and maybe a mile or two stint. I think it was on our way up to, um, we were up in the Green Mountains again, and it was a farmhouse that had um, been cleared at one point. Oh yes, we were up in uh, we we're up in the Bethel area. Bethel Randolph headed that way. Yeah, yeah and it yeah. was a, a gorgeous area as well, dude. Bethel, Vermont, is yeah. absolutely uh, well, stunning. And again, you, everywhere that I've been up there is just yeah. gorgeous area. You, you know, driving down the highway and you look to yeah. left and right and you're like, holy mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and and these are not like the same scenes you're going to see from the highway. Nope. So this is, um, you know, and I wish I would have taken my camera, but I was worried about having enough space and stuff. But this, this is the kind of stuff that you can definitely frame pictures from. Oh, yeah. Um, and again, Terry, I'll share with you the pictures that we can, you know, we can post for, you know, show notes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but a great day as well. Um, the history lessons that we got, the, the Revolutionary War Cemetery, um, you know, this place that we stopped in Bethel had some history to it as well. You know, and and my kids are history buffs, so they enjoyed hearing these history, you know, the bits and pieces of this stuff, and and really were stoked, you know, when we were at the Revolutionary War part of it. Um, so then that night, Ron, we went down to what was the name of the campground we stayed at? Oh, uh, what was it that night? Oh, that was when we stayed at uh, Henderson's on the river. Yes, yeah. Was it Hideaway Camp or something? What do they call that? Henderson's Hideaway. That's what it um, is. It's a private. It's a private little campground. Um, I've been going there for, geez, probably twelve years now. Um, the couple that own it have a house twenty minutes away. During the summertime, they move their camper down on this piece of property that's right on the the White River, and um, they have some seasonal sites, and then they have a big open spot right on the river that they keep open for RGS. So, which was super cool because the kids were swimming in. That's awesome. Yep. That's so. That's they're swimming great. in the White River. Yeah, that's. I mean, awesome. they're seeing they're seeing eels. They're seeing fish. They're you know we saw loons. Um, that's so cool. There was an island, so that, you know three of the boys disappear for like <laughs> four hours. We're like, all right, maybe we should go get them. 
but hey, hey, we we have some peace and quiet. No fighting. They're so far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're fighting out on the island. Oh, they totally were. Um, but you know, they, it, it was just. I mean, literally, we we kind of called it early on the road that day, and yeah. Ron said, you know, you get two choices: we can do some more road time, or we can call it quits and head over to this this great spot I got. I said, you know what? They, they've been on the road. They've been champs. Let's let's hit the campground, and we hit mm-hmm. it like mid afternoon. First thing but, we but, do. But we hit it after what though? After we had creamies. Yes, baby, maple yeah. creamies. So that was that. That <laughs> ended up being like after that. That was a staple on yeah. every every stop. They're like, can we stop for maple creamies? Like we just did like an hour ago. <laughs> They're well, like, okay, I'm let's, I'm, let's go, I'm losing my yeah. my uh, fix right now. Oh. Um, but we swam, and then we had a great campfire that night, and yeah. we kind of sat around, and we, we legitimately had some good family time, Yeah, um, you know, with, with Ron there, and, yeah. and he just sort of blended in with my family. Yep. It just worked great. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was, it was, it was uh, a phenomenal time. Um, Don, I, I really appreciate you, uh, you know, making me an honorary family member for the, for the week. It was, it was a good time to hang out with the Farts and Boners group. <laughs> farts and Boners, love it. <laughs> yep, so, and, uh, yeah, honorary for the week. Too bad, Ron. Like, they're still asking about you, so... Uh, well, we're going to bring them back up because I want to do this with you guys. Like, oh, this yeah, this, is, was a, this, this, sounds awesome. this was a phenomenal trip, um, once in a lifetime. And then, so the next day we get up, we pack up. Of course, you know, there's flat tires to be had to yeah. be fixed, and we so had just, just minor little stuff. Um, and we kind of get in the road. Power and, tanks and uh, ARBs for the win. That, and that's what it was, power tanks for the win. Yeah. You know, so right. we, we jump on the road. Um, we head back up into the Green Mountains. We, we um, Ron, we, we had a great history lesson on, and again, Ron, I'm sorry, but it was, was it Hurricane Katrina? Irene. Irene, that had flooded out mm-hmm. um, everything so badly in Vermont. Right. Um, but we, we... Yeah, we, there was a whole town that got flooded out Oh, absolutely. Irene. Yeah. In fact, they just, um, they just, they got hammered again. Not as bad as Irene, but they got... They got um, actually, we got hammered just as bad. Um, was it? Not quite a long event, but over the past uh, two weeks... Um, every time we get a thunderstorm come through, it's been dropping four or five inches of rain. That's it dropped insane. nine inches in Plymouth a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. And, um, wow. there was a lot of devastation. Uh, L- the town of Ludlow was underwater. The town of Londonderry was underwater. Yep. Um, our state capital of Montpelier, which is a sizable city was underwater. The whole downtown was underwater. So, um, we're, you know, some places got hit worse than Irene. Some places didn't get as hit as worse. Um, but yeah, even, uh, Henderson's, um, they got hit and were flooded out. They removed all those campers. And, uh, I actually stayed there last Thursday as their first camper back since the flooding wow. and they lost probably 70 feet way down on the backside right. uh, of erosion to the river. And then of course the whole campground was dumped with like three feet of sand in it. Right. And I, I so, you know, so they were, so they're still recovering and, and doing their best to, keep things up and running and I, and i i um i will tell you this too as soon as after i heard the storms you know i checked one him with scott um scott said that you were okay uh your family was okay but then i jumped on and i searched for there are some good local podcasts too so if you're 
you're curious about the details of this storm, there are some local people that do have some great podcasts. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, just search Vermont um, podcasts, and they they come right up. But we did, you know, we 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 did get to learn about some of the flooding from from Hurricane Irene, and I don't think that. Um, you know, it's kind of hard to wrap your your head around until you're out there and actually have this experience to understand um, again how how devastating it can be. Um, it's a whole different scenario out there than it is here. Yeah, the the, the flooding that ever happens in Vermont because we're such a mountainous state. That, um, you know, the little streams start filling up and then they go into the bigger streams and the bigger streams and they're all carving their own new paths. And, uh, you know, by the time they get to some of the bigger, bigger rivers, there's just no holding them back. Um, Every floodplain is full. And then, of course, where they choke through some of the towns, um, they overflow and become serious issues. Yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a cool experience. Um, you know, I learned a lot, and the first thing, you know, as soon as I heard about the 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 flooding again, that's the first thing I thought about was was the conversations we had about that. Yeah. Um, you know, but but then the final night that we stayed with with Ron was up on top of the Green Mountains, and and my favorite site, um, close. You know, a close second was the hideaway campground, but this was just, uh, you weren't getting there by, there were adventure vans. Um, they weren't making it up as far as we did. Mm. And you're up on top and you have this wonderful view. Um, it was phenomenal. Um, you know, it's it, it just a wonderful, I mean, the stars, the the sounds that you could hear, things that you don't normally hear when, when we're sitting here in the Lehigh <laughs> right. Valley, yeah, you right. know, um, just a, just a wonderful spot. And that was, that was also on the Green Mountain, correct? Yeah, that was in the Green Mountains in one of the northern sections. Um, that's one of the most beautiful campsites that um, I have in my arsenal of campsites. And uh, it's in a beautiful valley. And one of the best parts about it, it's quiet there. But when you look at the side hills at night, there's no lights. It's yeah. completely undeveloped yeah. all the way around. Mm. And, it, and it is. I mean, it's it's just incredible. We we I mean, all along, Ron has helped me to, you know, part of this is that my my kids learn the, the right ways to do this. Yep. So all along, Ron has helped me with that. You know, night one or day one, we we spent some time with my son teaching him, you know, how to take care of a winch and and some winching techniques. And, you know, Sean wanted to know some of that, Um, you know, but we also one of the things that will stick in my mind was there was a rope swing that somebody had put in this beautiful tree right in the middle of the campsite that was you know, ultimately, if you're in an August summer day, you're only shade. Right, right. And my one son said, well, why take it down? Like, it's perfect. He had no idea the damage that it would do to the tree, um, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and so we had that whole conversation, and that was important as well. I mean, you know, the the, the things my, my kids have learned, they're not going to listen to me. For the rest of my life, they're not going <laughs> to. Our kids don't listen no. to us. They listen to other Yes. Adults. Best thing I can do is put them in contact with people like Ron, you know, yep. so they learn. And, I would agree and, with that. And that day, you know, Ron, you know, again, my oldest son, Will, 
uh, had this conversation with Ron about this this swing set, and then in the end, uh, you know, he was kind of defiant about cutting this swing down that somebody had put up this rope swing, and in the end, he helped Ron take it down. I think he did. Now, was that like at a, at a summit of a that that final campsite? Was that was kind of like a summit. summit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, we were pretty high up in elevation. Was it was the sky clear or was oh, it, it was incredibly so clear? The, the yes. stars. Were like, I mean, it's almost like you were in, you know, like a, a what do they call them? Like Kusan University has. Like a, a planetarium. Planetarium, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. Like, I mean, it just felt like you could reach up and touch them. And I, and I know it's cliche and I've heard it before. So, um, just again, another spot I wouldn't have found without yeah. Ron. So then while you're out there, you push Ron off the. The ledge, literally. You, he, he, he still, well, the, the next is, day he gets up and he's got to go. We're we're you know Ron we're, we're he's given us all his time he could possibly give, yeah. and we've drained Ron yeah, of all. He, yeah, even the morning that I left, I tried to stay as long as I could. Uh, um, it was just great hanging with you guys and uh, being there. You guys were all set on what you were going to do for the, the yep. next day without me. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, 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 when I drove home to go to my appointment that I had to go to, I, I was, I was missing you guys halfway down the road. So, That's and this, sure. this is where I'm going to end this. And I know this has gone on a little bit long, but you know, Ron has left. We've trained him of all life. That's what us spray family does, yeah. you know, but, Absolutely. but, um, so we, we head down, <laughs> we have a freaking lately. Ron leaves us with some plans to, <laughs> you know, some things that we can do. Make your we, way. We kind of do that. And then we make our way in the Woodstock and the first thing we do is we go into town. My kids want to do some shopping. So we go into Woodstock, and I'm, I'm all about, you know, Ron's like, hey, hit Vermont fan, flannel and, and mm-hmm. some of these other places, and we do that. But as soon as we stop, first thing I do is I'm like, hey, let's go over and pay for, you know, our parking tickets. And yeah, yeah. We come back, and there's parking. We, we literally got fined, and it was In a misunderstanding. Like, what? Well, it got cleared up. It was a misunderstanding, but but uh, and I'll I'll explain it. Sort of what happened was there's a kiosk, and between us going to pay at the kiosk, right? And just you, bad you timing. parked your vehicle. The person right. was walking down the line. They and got us. They got you. So and it, you know we called the police, and and the, and you know the police in Woodstock were great. They were like, yeah, sure, no, it happens all the time. We you know it's like we'll, we were literally we're gonna, paying for. Yeah, <laughs> they were like, we're gonna avoid it, and we'll send you an email. And they did, no yeah, problems. Cool, it cool, was a, cool. It was a two minute phone call, but my kids right away it was like in unison. This wouldn't happen if Ron was here. So yeah, right. So I mean, th- and this became like the theme of the rest of the vacation. So that night we stay at a KOA that the kids have stayed yeah, at before yeah, yeah. in Vermont, and we're kind of we had these jeeps jammed in, which gave us great privacy. And we're sitting around and we're eating tacos that I made, and the kids are like, you know, we're sitting around a campfire, and we're just sort of reminiscing about our trip and, and talking about the good things. And, you know, one of them's like, I miss Ron. And then before you know it, they're like, I, I miss Ron. And I'm like, guys, it's it's been like 12 hours. They're like, yeah, but, but Ron's so damn cool. I'm like, <laughs> screw you, dad. <laughs> yeah, but all right. But so, um, you know, in, in the end, um, it, it, what really made this trip was Ridgeback Guide Service. Um, you know, I've been up to Vermont a, a dozen times. I've met local people, nothing like this. Ron, you do something that I don't think anybody else on the East Coast 
can do as well as you. And uh, we, we, you know, we enjoyed it. They're still asking me if they can go hang out with you. Uh, Don't worry, I'll take him back up. Yep, he's at least one or two. He's changed. He has changed his number. He's he's you know, but no. Um, (laughs) That we had a great time. Thank you so much. Learned a ton. I I know that when I've gone out with Ron, and I feel like. All of a sudden, I don't have to worry about the thing. We talked about this a little bit earlier, but I don't have to worry about the things I normally have to worry about. And I was out doing a guided trail ride with him, and the girl in front of me, and I was put with her, you know, to help her mm-hmm. and be there for her. But it was one of those things where she had never been off road before, ever. And his calmness through each obstacle mm-hmm. is and knowledge is ridiculous. He mm-hmm. took you know, bar none. Yeah. He took vehicles that shouldn't have been on that trail and made them through it. No. And I think that's the, that's the big thing. You know, the, 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 the whole idea for me coming on tonight was, you know, if there are anybody out there, I mean, I, we, you know, and I say we, I mean, Ron, I took a family with Ron's help, a ton of Ron's help, but five kids, essentially, um, on a adventure. Um, and, and I had no worries. I mean, I, I worried more getting to, oh. <laughs> there are plenty of yeah. jokes already yeah. written for <laughs> that one. So, uh, um, com- complete, I had more stress getting there to Ron than I did the whole time we were with him. And again, I'm not a planner. So he had this set, we, everything was in, you know, um, we, he knew where to go for provisions. He knew where to stay at night. He knew, you know, what we needed to do to stay equipment wise. You know, I had some, I, I contacted him and he was, he advised us on what equipment we needed. And of course, Scott helped out with that as well. Yep. Um, but again, Far better than any vacation, and we've been to Disney. We've been we've been everywhere. Yeah, this side of the, the the Mississippi. Yeah, and this was by far the best, to the point where the kids have have made it a point that we're going to book Ron again next year for a main trip. Perfect. Uh, yeah. uh, Maine is so much fun. I just came back from that one a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you did. Uh, was that the planes, trains? Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> Trains and Overland Adventure. Yeah, I want to do. Well, that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're booking with Ron, but on a, on a private, you know. Yep. So, um, yeah. yeah, the main trip's a great one. We don't even put it in four wheel drive though. No four wheel drive. Ah. Literally, don't need it. We're literally doing forest roads the whole time. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, we do one small trail that's a little two track where we have to put it in two wheel drive on the last day. The rest of it is just beautiful scenery, just gorgeous, gorgeous views, hmm. camping out water every night. Um, another history lesson again along the way with a bunch of historical stops. Um, that's a great fun trip. We actually did that this year with uh, uh, a bunch of full-size trucks. We only had one regular-size truck, which was a Grand Cherokee. Everything else was a full-size truck or a van. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. So that's actually what we're going to plan for next year is that we're going to do the the main, the planes, trains trip. Um, and we're going to do it, but we're going to, we're going to, you know, do it privately. We're on, um, you know, like I said, I, 
I, you know, any family out there that that has um, at least, you know, you need a little bit of 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 mechanical aptitude and a little bit of background in wheeling. Not a ton, but you can do this. You know, I mean, this these are these are the kind of trips that you can certainly um, do, and this is by far better than stopping and seeing. You know, like I said, we've we've been to Disney. This yeah. was ten times better Absolutely. than Disney. The kids, yeah. the kids were ecstatic over this. Um, absolutely. Well, Ron, plug your stuff. How can people find you? Um, we have social media for Instagram and Facebook. We also have a website, which is Ridgeback Guide Service LLC.com. Um, we're out there. And right, I'll put all that stuff in the show notes. Absolutely. But, uh, Ron, it's been great having you on and talking about, um, Don's trip. I know that he won't shut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair and enough. The, it was it was it was a great trip, and I really did enjoy having having the kids out and that. And uh, Don, every, every every like other day before the trip, you sure you're all right with all the kids coming? I'm fine with all the kids coming. Don, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna have a great it time. Was, Don't it worry. was absolutely, Ron. I can't thank you enough. You're welcome. I was I was I was happy to do the trip for you. Absolutely. I, I love it, and I can't wait to, to get out there and, and have a trip that I can't shut up about. Uh, but it's great. I'll put your stuff in the, in the show notes. We appreciate you coming on and sharing it with, with us, sharing the trip. Uh, where can people find us? Well, obviously, you're already listening to us right now, so make sure you tell a friend because that's the number one way to spread the word of the Jeep Life podcast to all of your best friends. So tell a buddy, if not, search Google. It's the easiest way. Jeep Life Podcast, and then it'll come up with our website, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, everything under the sun. Here we go. <laughs> All right. For for Ron and the Ridgeback Guide Service, Dr. Don back in the studio. This is awesome. Break it, Absolutely. Billy. What's and going myself. on? Here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>